Thanks for joining me for this Highway 89 Extra. You're going to have a lot of fun today and get your lips loose because you're going to try beatboxing along with my guest. You will not be able to hear this without wanting to try it yourself in the privacy and safety of your own home. Parker Kane, thank you for coming in today. Not a problem. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, I know you're here actually to do some musical collaborations in some studios, and mm-hmm. and that's beatboxing. Yes. Just for starters, for someone who says, what? I know what a shoebox is. <laughs> <laughs> How do you define beatboxing? Beatboxing, uh, to me, and this is probably on Wikipedia or something too, but it's just making drum noises and musical sounds with your mouth and sometimes using your nose and your throat, um, but you're just imitating what drums sound like. I think people have done rhythms since the very beginning of mm-hmm. music, yelling out or chanting rhythms, but actually a human being imitating a drum set and even electronic drums, that's kind of recent. Yeah, the electronic drums, definitely more recent. Beatboxing started a long time ago with uh, different countries and wanting to imitate what they heard on the radio in a different country. And then it definitely became popular in like the 1980s, 1990s, uh, beatboxing, just drum and bass for hip hop. But then electronic music, definitely something that's newer with dubstep and trap music and uh, trying to imitate that as well. This is not just a hobby that you do in your your room at home or in the kitchen, because you've done this for a McDonald's commercial. You've done with this all kinds of different artists. First, just break down a couple of the main sounds. All right. So this is like taking a drum set apart. Yes, definitely. So I do beatboxing with a bass, uh, bass drum, and I usually just pronounce the letter P mm-hmm. uh, pretty heavily. So it's and then the snare drum is just like pronouncing the letter K. Uh, and then hi-hat would be the letter T. And then I just kind of put them into an order like P, T, K, T. I guess when you get really experienced and you start writing them down in different orders, you can do crazy things like... But it's just order of letters. And if you've got a big sound system, you can get a lot of volume. And I mean, it feels like the whole rhythm section. Uh huh. Definitely. Especially this is more along the electronic side. But when I perform, uh, a crowd favorite is the throat bass is what beatboxers call it. And it's just the. (laughs) And when you do that with a heavy sound (laughs) system and you get all those subwoofers under the stage going, then. It rocks the room. So. Well, I have seen some YouTube videos with you in the room, and, and you got them on their feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty shocking, especially, like, for me, it's been my everyday since I was, like, nine years old, but and for my family, too. It's not as cool anymore, but it's definitely cool seeing that audience reaction when you're performing, because that's something they definitely don't see every day. So if people look up Parker Kane, K-A-N-E, on YouTube, they'll be able to to get where, where you are. Yep, Parker Kane on YouTube. That'll go right to probably a McDonald's commercial and then all my YouTube videos. So let me ask way back when. When did you first even have a clue that this was a thing? So I was nine years old and I was watching an NSYNC concert on TV with my family. And at that time, I was not a very good singer at all. And my family, they were all really good singers. And so they were singing along to NSYNC and I was sounding terrible and they were sounding great. (laughs) But there was this part where Justin Timberlake 
was by himself and he beatboxed and he did all those drum noises. So me as a nine-year-old was like, I got to start trying to do that so <laughs> I can fit in with my family. They'll sing and I'll beatbox, but that's where I first heard of it. So you're trying it there at home. Do you remember the first time you got up in front of strangers or, or any group and said, I'm going to try this? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty scary and it definitely wasn't like a stage or anything. But I was in middle school. I think I was like 12 or 13. Um, when everyone's at their peak of confidence. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, for me, not. I was definitely feeling out the water uh, because it was just a long, long line in the lunchroom. And I was like, okay, I've got some close friends here. I've got some strangers here. Let me just start beatboxing in the cafeteria in line waiting for food. And I tried it. And everyone was like, oh, my gosh, like, that sounds really cool, man. And I was like, all right. And they're like, you should do. That's without the sound system. Mm -hmm. That was just waiting in line for <laughs> for food. Uh, but then they were like, you, you were should. a very brave kid. I got to say. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely intense. And this is um, advice I give to people that are wanting to start beatboxing. I talk with a lot of little kids and teenage young men, but they asked me like, what are some advice? And I was like, first rule, you have to not be afraid to look really dumb <laughs> because you're gonna do weird stuff with your mouth and probably not be very good at it for a while. It's gonna look interesting, but yeah, I did that in the lunchroom and they were all encouraging me to do a talent show for the school and just kind of picked up from there. I started doing talent shows everywhere. So how did you make the connection with the McDonald's? Oh man! <laughs> because because you're not only beatboxing, you're using a straw and, and, and going up and down with it to change pitches. And I mean, there's a lot of musicality in those few seconds. Mm -hmm. And so with the McDonald's cup, it's kind of funny. I started doing that when I was 14 and I'm 24 now, uh, 23 when the video went viral. So it's kind of interesting on that aspect, how timing plays into videos on the internet, because I had put that on the internet before and it had never gone anywhere. But for some reason, it went big at that one time. Where the idea sparked, I was actually waiting in the car forever for my sister to get ready. <laughs> and we had, a, we had a McDonald's cup in the, in the car. And I was looking down at it, and it said the Coca-Cola logo. And I was like, well, with Coke bottles, you can blow over the top of it, and it makes that whistle sound. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I wonder how similar that would be with a straw. And so I tried it and I started to move it up and down and I realized that moving the straw up and down would change the pitch. And so <laughs> I just started beatboxing like I normally do over the straw, um, not doing anything different than what I usually do other than just putting a straw in front. It started creating dubstep sounding things to me and I was like, wow, that sounds legitimately like dubstep music. But this actually turned into an actual McDonald's commercial. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this, you should check this out. And uh, just uh, Parker Kane, maybe McDonald's if you want to add that for when you're on <laughs> YouTube. So your family still sings because I've seen uh, at least one video with your sister who has quite a nice voice. Uh, it was a Dell cover, but you're the whole rhythm section. Yeah, exactly. So I was one time just brainstorming, like, what can I do to make my YouTube channel different? There's a lot of beatbox YouTube channels out there, beatbox tutorials. And then there are a lot of cover bands and acoustic bands and, and all kinds of different channels out there. And I was like, what can be separate? What's something that can be kind of my niche that's not anyone else's right now? And there's not 
hardly any covers or bands with beatboxing. There's acapella, yeah, uh, but that's all voice. So I was like, I want to mix like something with the piano and the cello and like a normal band into something that I'm also doing beatboxing with. So it's like combining acapella with band yeah. and putting them together. Well, it was really well done. And it's just cool that it was brother and sister there. Just yeah. kind of feel like you're backing her up, you know, not only musically, but emotionally and everything. It was just kind of fun to see that happen. Uh-huh. It's definitely fun. And she actually just started her own YouTube channel. Uh, her name's Haley Kane. Uh-huh. Um, but we're going to do a lot of collaborations with each other and continue doing that kind of music with each other because it is a special feeling uh, when you have your sister, who's a really good singer, and you're just working together with music. We need to hear more. So I'm going to ask, do you remember anything of your junior high lunch line audition? <laughs> Can you remember what you did? Uh, so I did the PTK thing oh, uh-huh. uh, that I that I was explaining earlier. I just did the... And they, they just ate that up. They really liked it. <laughs> you have started to develop where you'll do a lot more sounds, uh, mm-hmm. like up to eight different sounds. Mm-hmm. That's more than Justin Timberlake was doing in that video. I know that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Demo that for us a little bit, the different sounds, and we'll talk about it. All right. So I'll do eight noises all at once real quick. It's going to be eight different rhythms, I guess, going at the same exact time. I have to tell anyone listening, he's not doing anything. He's not clicking anything. How are you doing that where you're you're holding out a note, which is one long sustained breath, and yet you're doing all these sounds that are just short little explosions? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's another thing that if anyone wanted to learn how to beatbox, I'd be glad to, to teach them. Essentially, you just need to understand there's such a difference between your singing voice mm-hmm. and your humming voice. So I'm not singing at the same time, uh, but I'm humming. And when you're humming, you still have full access to your lips and your tongue. Because <laughs> they're just hanging out there, not doing yep, anything. <laughs> exactly. So most people think, oh, when I hum, I got to close my mouth. And when I sing, I got to open my mouth. But if you work on it, you can hum while opening your mouth. And then every time you close your mouth, you can make a sound. <laughs> when you do a collaboration... Are you going to do it with a band or an acapella group, or, or, or is it just all of the above, who, whoever you're going to work with? I am interested in just doing things with whoever would want to work to make a, a YouTube collaboration. I have some, thing, some things in the works right now with comedians, magicians, jugglers, yo-yo guys, um, as well as I primarily want to work with musicians, other singers, and other instruments other musicians. I just think it'd it'd be really great to have such a variety that you could see beatboxing go with. My favorite thing I'm interested in is covers of popular songs. I think it's cool remaking it in our own ways. Yeah. And then working with other people to make 
that creation come to life in such a unique way. Can we do a slow jam? Yeah. <laughs> change the rhythm here. All right. So just a slow beatbox. Yeah. Just whatever, whatever you want to do. And this is fun because you could, you could pull anything out of your hat. Yep. Right now it's total freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that'll be our new theme music <laughs> as we go out under our credits. That's great. Parker, this is so fun to have you have you here with a, for a command performance for just me right here. Yeah, it's let fun me, to be here. Let me ask you just a question or two at the end here. What do you listen to these days? So do you listen to other beatboxing? Do you watch and listen to drummers to, to figure out what's going on? Or are you doing your own thing that's sort of even beyond what a drummer would do? I listen to a lot of pop music. Uh, my favorite band is One Republic. I listen to them and try to understand the different instruments that are being used on the radio today. And I try to sound like those things. I've progressed to a point where I'm not really hearing anything new that I can't already do. And so I'm more so focusing on rhythms, uh, rhythmic mm. changes, how I can change the way I beatbox instead of uh, the same pattern, like the PTK thing, the that gets really repetitive after a while. So I focus more on rhythmic changes, how I'm going to evolve that way. Also just browse YouTube all the time. There's so many other beatboxers, so many other musicians that are doing creative things. It's a great community to go learn from other people and for free and kind of get your own creative ideas from them. Well, this is really fun, Parker, to hear about the musicality and the creativity that you're putting into this. A mm -hmm. lot of fun. Thank you for being with us today. My pleasure. It was, it was awesome coming here. So, And thank you for joining us, for listening to this Highway 89 Extra. You can find all of our shows archived online at byuradio.org slash highway89. And be sure and check out Parker Kane on YouTube. I'm Stephen Cat Perry. Thanks for listening.